On this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we're using the Cloud Amiibo to represent the Cloud Kingdom. That means we're ranking the kingdoms from Super Mario Odyssey. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as I am always joined, by Mark Mitchell. It's Mark's birthday today. I'm putting it on blast, Mark. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to me! Happy birthday, Mark! I suppose that's how I should have led. It's not like, <laughs> it's Mark's birthday! No, you wanted to like cut me off of the past. That's right. So that way I didn't have a chance to lie and be like it's not my birthday yeah, that's right <laughs> i did put you in the weird position of having to wish yourself a happy birthday no that's not weird to me i do it all the time <laughs> like every day yeah all right cool <laughs> cool um how are you mark i'm doing great yeah i feel wonderful one more sleep until smash brothers oh my god couldn't be doing better um that's very exciting oh my oh my goodness the world will not be the same Right? How could it be? Worlds will change. Ha- you guys, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Mark. Um, we've got uh, a couple of things to talk about today. Um, our main topic of the episode is that we are going to be ranking the kingdoms in Super Mario Odyssey. Something when we pitched this episode, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, how many are there? Five? Yeah, turns out there are 17 of them. There's a table full of amiibo of them. Right. We have done what we always do, which is uh, we take amiibo and we uh, label them with... Mark, why don't you take some pictures? Or, well, let's take some pictures of these as we go um, so that we have them for posterity. Um, but label the amiibos with little post-it notes so we know what they represent. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get to the bottom of this. We're, we're going we're gonna to figure it out. Um, but we also have some uh, emails about last week's topic, which was Smash-like games. Um, but before we do that, these are some normal things that we do all the time. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. When Patrick was transitioning to emails, you were like, uh-uh, not yet. Not yet. We're not ready for that. Sonic Forces, would you like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces? I'll yes, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, of course. Yes, 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 a thousand times yes. Um, you need to email us your address to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Gmail. You get my copy of Sonic Forces. You play it. You love it. Uh, you return it. Uh, you return it. Um, here's another thing you can do with that email address. You can participate in a monumental ranking event, uh, unlike any you've ever seen or heard before. That's right. In a little over a month, on January 10th, we're going to be determining which series that's featured in Super Smash Brothers it has the best contribution. Best is going to be a measure of uh, quality and of quantity. We're going to multiply these things by each other. If you've got a real soft spot for Dark Pit and you think that Kid Icarus should be the number one, you need to write in and tell us why so write to us at nintendo cartridge society at gmail.com and look if a lot of you want to just write in and say just not fire emblem just not fire emblem just not fire emblem bring it on because i will fight this fight um but mark we have got uh, a big show to do today so let's get into um the emails about last week Okay, so last week we talked about um, Smash-like games, games that are like Super Smash Brothers but are not. Um, 
we got an email from Juno. Juno writes in and says, love the, epi- uh, love the episode on other Smash-like games, but felt there were some sins of omission. You ready to be taking a task, Mark? The worst kind of sin. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know about murder. <laughs> Not as bad. As, as omission? <laughs> uh, number one, Beautiful Joe, Red Hot Rumble on uh, GameCube and PSP. Released in 2005, was, a Super Sma- was like Super Smash Brothers, but starring Beautiful Joe. The premise is awesome. Execution, unfortunately, was not. Uh, I-, I want to love this game so desperately, and it made me desperate for Beautiful Joe, uh, for Beautiful Joe to end up in Smash. Um, Mar- so th- he's got two more after this, but I think we should talk about them a- as they come. Um, were- are you familiar with Beautiful Joe Red Hot Rumble? No. Um, so it, it has uh, certainly a similar presentation to uh, what it actually looks like is um, like Brawlhalla um, and that it is a, uh, you know, it's all 2D like sprites um, on uh, like large stages. So it's, it's a fighting game where you're zoomed like way out. Um, but, uh, it, you know, everyone does have life meters and it's not like a crazy crossover extravaganza. So I don't really know how Smash like it is. Um, but it is it is amazing just how like zoomed out on like a big map having like little fighters on there does make it feel sort of smashy. Beautiful Joe was one of those franchises that like burned bright and hot, yeah, and then just disappeared. Yeah, and I mean it's not like Capcom has totally forgotten about Beautiful Joe because he does appear in the Marvel versus Capcom games, um, but like you know that's that's it. Um, and I guess so much of their <laughs> of their lineup does appear in those games. Uh, but yeah, there should be another one of those. And he should be in Smash. Um, number two, Sonic Battle on Game Boy Advance, released in 2004. Haven't played this game myself, but remember IGN saying something along the lines of, it wants to be Smash, but isn't. Um, Sonic ended up with the treatment I wanted for Beautiful Joe, though. Um, so have you have you played this game, Mark? <laughs> no, I, gar- I am... I- Almost guarantee that the answer is always going to be no. Yeah. Um, so this is a little bit more of like a, a an arena battle uh, style game. So almost a little bit more in common with Power Stone um, than with Smash Brothers. But there is something really cool about, and this is also a game I've not played, but I watched some videos of it um, earlier this week. Um, uh, there's something really cool about like having uh, Knuckles and Tails like beating up some robots <laughs> together in like a, a tiny little arena. Like, that's fun. That's fun. Um, but again, it's like a, a life meter thing. It's not like knocking people out um, out of the ring like um, Smash style. And then number three, uh, Super Jump Stars on DS, released in 2005. A friend of mine imported this one because he wanted he wanted a handheld Smash. Everyone is clamoring for Goku in Smash. Didn't seem to realize he was already in, uh, in and had this amazing opportunity. Uh, in a strong title. Uh, it received a sequel, Super Jump, or sorry, Jump Ultimate All-Stars for DS in 2006. And I think this is uh, like in the line of the Showin Jump. Oh, sure. Um, okay. So yeah, it's it's a crossover of all of the um, Showin Jump characters. Oh, that actually, because at the end of the episode, we were asking people what uh, like companies or crossovers would get them excited. And Showin Jump is actually, that's a that's a good call. Well, and is one that uh, Bandai Namco does have a game like that coming out, but it is more in line with the, with like the Dragon Ball style fighters. Um, so again, like life bars um, and stuff, but like four players uh, in, in one match. So I, I feel like this one comes kind of close to being um, Smash-like. Um, Juno goes on to say, as far as Smash-like games that I'd like to see, uh, bring on a breakfast cereal mascots in a brawler 
Not on board? Imagine Captain Crunch shouting his name in a manner similar to Captain Falcon when throwing a punch. Captain Crunch. Yeah, we. I mean, when we were trying to come up with the joke for the intro to that episode, we were kind of pitching something similar. Yeah, you were. <laughs> it's true. The Trix Rabbit, Lucky the Leprechaun, uh, Frankenberry, Frankenberry. Bo- no, yes, Boo Booberry. <laughs> Possibly. There's, there's a ghost as well. Count Chocula. I mean, it it would be okay. Do you think uh, that um, uh, Snap, Crackle, and Pop would be? Um, they'd be like the ice climbers. Yeah, they'd be like the ice climbers, the but three of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, that's that's a that's a pretty good suggestion. Um, we also got an email from James. Uh, James says, hey, guys, I listened to your Smash Lake Games episode, and you asked what franchises would be fun to make a brawler. You mentioned Disney and Marvel, but I would like to suggest Warner Brothers Animation. Uh, the base roster would be Looney Tunes, but you could also add Animaniacs, Pink in the Brain, Tiny Tunes, and others. Bless you. Batman, the, the Batman animated series could also join. Uh, a combination of these characters plus a variety of moves and nostalgia could come close to the joy of Smash Brothers. The only thing you would need to add is a Sakurai-style work ethic, which might be hard to find. <laughs> Great point, James. Hard to come by. Um, you know, this is actually kind of similar to friend of the show, June. He pitched uh, like a Cartoon Network mashup. Sure. Which, which is a little bit like the Cartoon Network uh, racer that... Um, came out uh, it's a kart racer that came out just a couple weeks ago yeah like there's so many different uh characters with so many different aesthetics yeah uh and so much like different personality that i could see how that would work as well um it's sort of a, an offshoot of this or just like taking the idea but applying it to a, a just slightly different company um a Hanna barbera brawler with like the flintstones basically it's just wacky racers but, yeah but they're fighters now i feel like if if we really wanted to blow minds what we would do is like Basically, a Roger Rabbiting of Whoa. all of these, Whoa. like you know, like a Toontown brawler. Yeah, yeah, Toontown brawler mm-hmm. is obviously the way to go. Um, and then the only person who survives the apocalypse in that one is Roger. <laughs> um, and then one more email we got from uh, Stephen. He says, "Hey guys, listening to your recent Skyward Sword, uh, Skyward Sword on Switch episode, you referenced Dear Evan Hansen, and I feel like I remember other musical theater references in the past. Are either of you performers, or did you study theater?" I'm an actor slash performer, so it's pretty awesome when my career and video game hobby collide. Um, Mark and I are not uh, uh, musical theater performers. I like musical theater. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I am a musician. And Mark and I are both actors, I guess, or uh, were at some point in yeah. our lives. Um, you know, we Mark and I met in a uh, comedy improv class. A typical L.A. love story. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, we both, we both fond of, of theater and of musical theater. The only music that my parents exposed me to as I was growing up, because my parents don't listen to music, was Les Mis. So like, so like that is like just part of my DNA. Yeah, there was a lot of musical theater, um, being played in my house growing up for sure. Uh, so yeah, maybe what we should pitch is a uh, musical theater mus- brawler. Musical theater brawler. Love I, it. I want the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> fighting all the cats. <laughs> all right, Mark. Let's get into ranking the kingdoms. Okay, we have an impossible task ahead of us. We bit off a lot. We did, and also we screwed around for like ten minutes. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But I think we need to really, we need to take our time and make sure that we are, are doing this right. Yes. Now that we know that list can be made non-definitive. <laughs> we we don't want to mess this up. No, we do not want to mess this up. Not by a long shot. Um, so I picked up uh, Odyssey again th- this last week to um, you know really dig back into it and not just spend all of my time in uh, Luigi's Balloon World, which is most of what I had been doing uh, every time since you know my initial run with it. Um, and uh, I think some of m- some of my like placements in this are going to be a little bit skewed by um, the levels that I had you know cleared out pretty well before. Um, didn't have a lot for me to go back to. So something like the Sand Kingdom, which I remember loving uh, uh, initially, um, I didn't have a lot to do when I went back to it. So um, that's just something I, I have to, uh, you know, maybe fight against my like recency bias on on that one. Uh huh. I um, in the past like couple of months, I can't remember what exactly it was that made me. Oh, it was Zombie Mario. Oh yeah. That uh, the the costume that they released around Halloween time. Uh, that was really the first time I had jumped back into the game for a while, and now off and on for uh, like over a month now, I've been going back into the game, and I'm in. Joined it more now than I did when I first played it. Yeah, you were, I mean, you liked it when mm-hmm. you first played it, but I, I think it, the spell was more effectively cast on me than it was on you. Yeah, and I'm appreciating the charms of the game a lot more now that I'm not trying to, like, mainline it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that I can just um, take my time. Yeah, it's a fun game to play. Yeah. And, and maybe not a fun game to finish. Um, but so uh, uh, we here. Here are the the kingdoms uh, as they stand. I'm going to recite them more or less in order here. Oh, and it should go without saying, but I'm going to say it uh, that we are going to spoil what all of the kingdoms are. So if you have not yet experienced Mario Odyssey and you would not like to have any of the surprises ruined for you, get out now. Yeah, we're talking like post game everything. Yeah. So uh, we are starting with the Cap Kingdom as represented by a Boo amiibo. The Cascade Kingdom, as represented by a Yoshi amiibo. The Sand Kingdom, as represented by Ganondorf. The Lake Kingdom, as represented by uh, an Inkling Squid. Um, the Wooded Kingdom, as represented by the Link Child Link Majora's Mask amiibo. The Cloud Kingdom, as of course represented by the Cloud amiibo. The Lost Kingdom, as represented by a Meta Knight amiibo. The Metro Kingdom, represented by... Donkey Kong. I was trying to take pictures. Yeah, I know. You're doing you're doing a good job, Mark. I apologize. <laughs> the Snow Kingdom as represented by King DDD. The Seaside Kingdom as represented by the uh, Metroid on like the canister, because the canister sort of looks like the bottle of champagne. The Luncheon Kingdom as represented by Wario. The Ruin Kingdom as represented by Charizard. The Bowser Kingdom represented Kingdom represented by Bowser. The Moon Kingdom represented by Kirby. The Mushroom Kingdom represented by Toad. And the Dark Side of the Moon represented by Pit. And the Darker Side of the Moon represented by Dark Pit. The logic for some of these, difficult to say. Um, yeah, but I think some of them are like spot on. Oh yeah, self-evident for sure. Um, and so and really, I think we've already done all of the creative work before <laughs> beginning this endeavor in earnest. Um, Mark, the first thing I wanted to talk with you about is that there are some uh, like half kingdoms in this, right? Yeah, like there are certain ones, like the Cloud Kingdom, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, the Ruined Kingdom, where when you first go to them, it's pretty much just to advance the story. There's like 
one boss battle. Right. So the the Cloud Kingdom is where you fight uh the the Brutals on like a or is it Bowser Jr. on on like a, a flying uh, airship? It's actually been over a year since I I did this boss fight, so I don't actually remember. Um, but then like you can go back to it later, and there are like a couple little obstacle coursey things. The Ruin Kingdom is where you fight this dragon who, while being awesomely not of the aesthetic of this game, um, like that's really all you do there. Uh, and then for the dark and darker sides of the moon, um, they are really just challenge courses basically yeah it's like post-game challenges right so i want to know if we think that we need to include these in the ranking or if uh like i could see making an argument of like saying that the moon is all three of those kingdoms combined that the moon is the moon the dark side of the moon and darker side of the moon uh okay or or we just pull all four of them out or they we keep all four of them in um man I, I i don't really know what to do because like dark and darker i don't feel strongly or i don't really feel strongly about sure so they would i we might as well pull them out because they would just end up somewhere in the middle anyways right sort of just like me- messing it up okay so uh, i i move then that we also take out cloud and ruined kingdom yeah okay okay, okay. so uh that's fine. We're we're just we're just gonna do it, and the consequences be darned. Um, the ruined kingdom, the cloud kingdom, the dark and darker sides of the moon uh, have all been taken off the board. We are now down to a slightly more manageable, like thirteen of these things. A mere thirteen. A mere thirteen. A baker's dozen of kingdoms. <laughs> um, okay. So, are there any on here that you want to say like are easily? I you remember on on Tuesday we were using um S rank, A rank, B rank and C rank. Um are there any of these that you see as like easy C rank uh levels? Okay, so the first kingdom in the game, the Cap Kingdom, yeah. which kind of has it's a stark aesthetic. Yeah, it's a little bit spooky. It's like yeah, it's uh, Burton-esque. Yes, Burton-esque. The Cap Kingdom I don't care for. Okay. I don't like revisiting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think like the aesthetic is particularly fun, and uh, so that is a C tier for me. Um, okay. Let's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like. We'll group um, them. We'll we'll group them together. Um, here is uh, another one that I will put forth as a possible uh C tier: the Lake Kingdom. Um, so I don't I. It is also actually fairly stark. So this is this is the and we have to be very specific about this because there is a lake kingdom and there's a seaside kingdom and both are very water heavy. But the difference between them is the seaside kingdom has a personality, mm-hmm. right? Like it is a beachy town and like people want you to relax and like there are these weird things on the cliff sides and it's like uh, there's a sun that's always setting. It's beautiful. Um, and uh, Lake Lamode, the the lake of the lake kingdom is like it's a lake it's a lake and like the walls are you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of uh the like third level of um super mario 64 um where like you're just in a uh, a small cave with a lake in it and like that's it those are the only features of it um and obviously this is a little bit bigger and like it's got characters that uh, live in that world but for me it feels a little bit more lifeless yeah i totally agree i feel um good about that i'm also going to put 
Cascade in there. Oh, in the C class? Because I just don't really... I, I It's another one where I'm like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, I feel like the only thing that makes it uh, notable is your first encounter with the dinosaur. Yeah. But here's here's a, here's a thing against it, and so like in in your favor of putting it in the C class, it gives you that caveman outfit, which has the worst hat that Mario can wear. In oh, the game. terrible! Terrible hat. Yeah, bad put, hat. Put it in the C rank. <laughs> bad kingdom. Bad hat. Bad hat. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else? Do you think goes in C rank? Um, let's see. I think I've got a borderline, but I kind of I want to put it in B. I'm talking about the Luncheon Kingdom here. Oh, Luncheon isn't lunch, Luncheon is a little disappointing. Yes, it should be more fun than it is. It the thing that's hard for me about the Luncheon Kingdom. So it's it's food based, right? Um, and so, but like the food is fake or something because like there are giant. Uh, like pumpkins and like vegetables and stuff around, but they are apparently made of like rocks or it looks sometimes looks very candy y to me. Like there are too many different food aesthetics fighting each other. Um, and like I also sort of don't like how the like the the village. Well, I don't like the fork people. I guess that's that's <laughs> what I'm getting at. I don't like the for- fork people. I'm like, come on, forks aren't people. <laughs> I don't I don't mind the fork people. I feel like it's uh for me Luncheon Kingdom is just kind of another one of those where what makes it a Luncheon Kingdom other than the fork people? You know like the the aesthetics of the world don't really match. Yeah, sure. Luncheon Kingdom to me. Yeah, I mean and I guess that's a good point is that like so much of it is covered in lava, right? Which this game loves. Yes. So many levels have, like, don't step here. Don't step most places. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, maybe that's because it's, like, hot soup. You know, like, the, the and this whole level is about uh, stopping Bowser from collecting uh, a stew or something, right? For, right. The, for the wedding. Um, but so, uh, for me, I, I don't think it's necessarily a C-class, but I think it's maybe, like, the bottom. It's, like, a, a B cusping on, on C. And, oh, one that I would also put in B cusping on C. Yeah. And maybe even C is Lost Kingdom. Oh, I'll 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 fight you on that one. I, I think I think it's a solid B. I think it's a solid B. So Lost Kingdom is the one. Uh, after your first Bowser fight, I think. Um, yeah, it's the, the one that we actually couldn't remember what it was. It's it's right after the Cloud Kingdom. The yeah. the Odyssey gets um damaged, mm-hmm. and so you spin out of control and you land in the Lost Kingdom, and you have to like gather parts. Yeah. To repair the Odyssey. Um. It's jungly. Mm-hmm. There is more lava that you can't step in. Is, it's like purple true. lava. Here's 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 the thing that this level has that uh, is makes it awesome. It's got those stretchy caterpillar guys, um, and they like play little music as you stretch them out, and then like they accordion back together. Yeah, that part of it is fun. I or uh, like the the attention to detail and like the musicality of those care of those. Um, enemies or whatever are yeah. fun. I, I didn't actually have all that much fun controlling them. Oh, really? Like, I, possessing them. I, I do think they're one of the uh, transformations that I um, like the most uh, in that they, they feel like they're still pretty mobile, um, uh, but, like, it sort of changes how you're, how you're doing that. Okay, so I'm grouping Luncheon and Lost in uh, our B column. Right. Is, is there another uh, candidate for uh, B tier for you? 
I, uh, I, I think I have one. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, I, I'm going to say the Snow Kingdom. Interesting. Um, so Snow Kingdom, uh, you know, when you first encounter it, whiteout conditions. It is super hard blizzard. It's like the end of Snow Barrel Blast in there. And you have to go down into Shiveria, this like hidden town under the thing, and you encounter these enormous roly-poly seal guys, um, and you participate in their obnoxious race <laughs> that you hate doing. The bounding. The bounding. Um, and like those guys are cute. They are cute. They're maybe the cutest of the inhabitants. They have like really long sleeves. They're really long <laughs> sleeves. And they're just big balls yeah. of seal. Um but for, for me the bounding is such uh is such a bummer and the like overworld of it is like feels a little on the empty side for me at least compared to the rest of these kingdoms so i uh, i would match your snow with um sand oh, which okay. which i feel very similar about the kind of like emptiness mm-hmm. it's sand is vast the sand is like really large yeah um, but it, it feels empty to me. It feels like there's a lot of area where there's not much happening. Yeah. It's just yeah. r- room for Jaxi to run around in. Right. And it, and it is strange because like, you know, there's no part of, uh, this game of Mario Odyssey. That's like, we want you to feel what it's like to be in the desert. You know, it's not, it's not like uncharted three, right? <laughs> um, Mario's never getting thirsty. Um, and also he just moves too fast for, um, like large expanses of emptiness to have any meaning. Um, so I'll, I'll agree with you there. Let's put snow and sand in our B category. Okay. Um, now just, just to review, uh, what we have left that are either going to go in A or S rank categories. And of course this can all change until we've uh, set it in stone. Nothing is definitive, right? Uh, we are looking at the Wooded Kingdom, the Metro Kingdom, the Seaside Kingdom, the Moon, Bowser's Kingdom, and the Mushroom Kingdom. I think all of those are A and S class. Uh, what, what do you think there, Mark? So I'm going to take a stab here and say Moon, except uh, I like the gravity. The lack of gravity yep. is a fun change. And that final like climactic level when you... Um, take over bowser yeah is amazing uh but as a kingdom it doesn't really do much for me it's just the moon here's the thing it does have it has two two other things that i really really love about it um one that it just has this like giant church where uh bowser and peach are getting married and because there's no gravity and because there's a frog hanging out behind it you're performing these absurd jumps to like reach the top of it. Um, that's super fun. And also, when you have played through the rest of the game, um, there are just characters from the rest of the game that uh, are hanging out on the moon. And when you like right by where the Odyssey is parked, they're all just staring back at the Earth. And like anytime you look at the Earth, Cappy like chimes in and be like, "Wow, the Earth looks really beautiful from up here on the moon." And he's right. <laughs> <laughs> like every time, every time he says that, or anytime any of the other characters chime in, I am genuinely taken off guard by the beauty of this game. Um, and the moon, I think, does a great job of doing that. Um, I, I, I wouldn't put it in an S rank. I don't think. But A rank for me, for sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, the other thing that I really like about the Moon Kingdom yeah. is when you 
go there at the end because that's where Bowser is yeah. going to have his wedding. It makes Bowser and Peach. And Bowser and Peach. Both of their weddings. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Yeah. Like it's one of those like I don't even know that it was like a like a twist, but it was a re- reveal that when it was like we're going to the moon, it was like of course, of course we're, we're going, going to, to the, the moon. moon. It's also like the moon it, you can see it in the sky in every single level in this game, including uh the the Cap Kingdom where you start, right? Like it it kind of enshrines the uh the like top hat thing that you're headed to. Um so like the game is always 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 subtly hinting like Look out! We're going to the moon. Look out! We're going to the moon, and then you go to the moon. Yeah, that that it's really fun. One that um, I actually don't really think is that well realized, and I would almost put it in B tier is the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, because it it feels like a little bit under undercooked. Kind of where it's like it is supposed to be almost like a fun throwback to the N sixty four game, but it but it feels so limited where it's like the castle it feels small doesn't it like the the castle yard feels small well but that's the thing is that like the area is actually like fairly large sure um it just feels weirdly like busy work yeah sure like when you first when it's first revealed to you and you land there it's like really cool you're like this it feels awesome yeah um but it doesn't feel like fully realized yeah i i hear that um i think there's also uh, it's a little bit underwhelming how many like boss uh like bosses are repackaged as like now you fight a challenging version of this boss um and it's all it's cool that it's jumping through paintings and is like a throwback to mario 64 um but is maybe too transparently a, a throwback um i might agree with you that we should put it in the b tier it means the B tier itself is getting a little bit crowded, so it'll be kind of rough for us to sort that out. Well, I mean, we're going to have to sort all these out eventually. I understand that, but <laughs> okay, here, it's, it's going, it's going in, in the B tier. Um, so now that leaves us uh, with just the moon in the A tier right now, and then we have to decide where we put the Wooded Kingdom, the Metro Kingdom, the Seaside Kingdom, and the Bowser Kingdom. So I nominate Bowser for A tier as well. Uh, tell me why. It's so... Let me fight back against it first. <laughs> it is so unique in Mario worlds, right? Like desert, ocean, jungle, grasslands, blah, blah, blah. Mario through eternity. Um, dragon, lizard, samurai world doesn't exist. It's so cool and like such a different twist on what Bowser is. Um, and like, it just, it takes the kind of like stodgy medieval kind of nonsense that like a Bowser castle is and just turns it into something that feels, uh, culturally specific and like honest and cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Like, I like it a lot and I don't feel like we're doing it a disservice by putting it in a tier. Like I would put it above the moon. Um, the thing that's, it's a knock against it for me compared to some of the other ones that are on here in that because it is Bowser's kingdom, it's mm-hmm. not, you don't want to spend a lot of time there. It's it, it, not, it is It is less hangout. It's yeah. aggressive. It's mm-hmm. not like pleasant because it's supposed to be a little bit rougher, um, a little bit more dangerous. Yeah. Well, and like that danger is supposed to be like the thing that drives it. It is militaristic in that way. Um, okay. 
that's that's I I can I can be happy with that. Uh, the Bowser Kingdom in the in the A tier. I would also say that this is where I would like to put the Seaside Kingdom. Um, I love the Seaside Kingdom, but I gotta dock it for how much you gotta swim. Too much swimming. A lot of swimming. Um, and it, it will frequently give you like the out of like, oh, you can uh, hijack one of these little squid guys and like fly through the air, which is fun. And uh, or you can uh, get a cheap cheap and swim through the ocean a little bit more easily. But like when the default mode is swim, like got got to dock your points for it. The aesthetics of Seaside Kingdom are maybe my favorite. So if I docked Bowser Kingdom a little bit for not having a hangout vibe, yeah. Seaside Kingdom is totally it's my all jam. hangout vibe. Um, yeah, no, it's great. Is that also where you meet the dog? Uh, is that where the dog is hanging out? Or do you meet the dog earlier? I, f- I can't remember. I he, can't remember. He comes with you like through the through the rest of the game. So like I don't really remember I don't really remember my life without him. <laughs> Wait, I thought I thought you don't get him until the uh Mushroom Kingdom at the end of the game. And then he follows you. Oh, yeah, I don't know. See, I, I don't even remember. But like it, it makes the most sense for me or like I have memories of like running along the beach with the dog. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like because life is beautiful. Right. And exactly. This the game is presenting you with uh, the reality that life is an amazing thing and Mario and his dog friend get to live it together. Yeah, so I I uh th- that one's hard for me cuz it's Seaside is like my pick for the best. Like Okay, okay. Pick for my favorite. But we can we can keep it up there in, in, in like S territory. I think the rest of them might be S for me then. Even wooded? Even wooded, mm-hmm. yeah. So Wooded Kingdom has some of the I mean, we're we're kind of tap dancing around Metro Kingdom, uh, but we'll we'll get to it in a second. Um but the Wooded Kingdom just has that great like uh surf rock music. It is. The it it's the most when you first hear it. It's so surprising because yeah. I've never heard anything like it in a Mario game. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And the the way that like the level is structured, um, I feel like it does such a good job of like just revealing small parts of it to you at a time. Because like you sort of, sort of start off in this like forested area and you need to gain access to the like mechanical watering thing. Um and then there's also like the forgotten space like under it where the dinosaur is sleeping. I just I, I think there are so many interesting facets to this level and where most of them kind of cap out at like two interesting things. You know, like the Sand Kingdom is like Egypt and Mexico or like the uh, Seaside Kingdom is like beach resort and ocean. Um, this has like all of those different elements and it goes so high um, and there's just so much cool stuff up there. That like I think I gotta put Wooded Kingdom also in in my S class. Is this also where you first encounter those like the f- speed flower things? Uh, the where yeah maybe you like toss the cap the at cap. them and then mm-hmm. it like gives you extra yeah and it's boost also, of energy. It's got those uh, stretchy leg um like seed boys. <laughs> Love a good stretchy leg seed boy. Yeah okay you've convinced me. Wooded Wooded is for sure S class and of course that brings us to Metro Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so Metro Kingdom, before we started talking about this, be- when I first suggested we should rank the kingdoms, I was thinking Metro Kingdom, obvious number one. Um, I don't know if that's going to hold true in this. Uh, and as I was playing back through it, I this is another one where I had done most of it already. So when I went back, I was like, what is there left for me to do here? This place is boring now. I, I will say 
or so Metro Kingdom is infamous from the original reveal for Super Mario Odyssey, where you see Mario in a world with normal proportioned humans. Yeah. And immediately the joke New Donkers. Yep. Yeah. And immediately the joke on the internet was like, oh, it's Sonic Adventure now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, but no, it's not Sonic Adventure. No, it's so much better, except I don't really like the initial level when it's raining and there's like the tank guys. Yeah, it's, and like that it's part tough. is I I don't remember being having like a ton of fun with it. Right. But once you defeat that, mm-hmm. it's awesome. And it has it has the festival, which is I think like to my mind the standout level of that game and the yep. first time you play it is just absolute magic. And, and it's it's just solid joy. And like during my play sessions this last week, I did do it again and it filled me with joy again. Um, it, it's amazing that that is a button that you can push multiple times <laughs> and get maybe not the, quite the same like, uh, you know, serotonin uh, explosion in your brain, but it, it works. Enough to keep me coming back. Oh, I just got to keep coming back. Um, and I... Yeah, I, I I like the Metro Kingdom a lot. I think there's a a, a lot to just like walking around a, a giant city, and I don't. There's something magical about like wall jumping off of like a flat iron building. And you know, to your point about the Wooded Kingdom having so many different dimensions, I feel like mm-hmm. the Metro Kingdom uh, does a similar thing. Like has a ton of verticality. Yeah, totally. Um, you can go into a bunch of different spaces and like experience different parts of the world. It has you know one of the best moons in the game where you sit next to somebody on a bench he's lonely (laughs) he just wants someone to sit next to him which i feel like is such a just like perfect encapsulation of everything i love about nintendo games yeah so yeah like i I, it's hard for me to put anything but metro kingdom first yeah yeah well first or are we saying it just in s class i i I don't know exactly what we were uh i mean i i'm ready to say first all right overall um well okay let's uh i think i agree with you okay but let's leave the let's leave the top of the of the ranking sure. a little bit of a mystery here and let's build up from the bottom okay okay so uh our, our c class we've got the cap kingdom the lake kingdom and the cascade kingdom um i'm happy putting cap on the bottom okay yeah i um that feels right to me <laughs> I just, I just, what, a, what, a, what a weird move for a game we love so much to start us off in like the most boring, but like also specific place. Like, and even when you go back to like really dig into it, um, the levels mysteries are like kind of slow to reveal themselves to you. And you spend a lot of time just like flying around as a Goomba with wings in like fog. fog. Yeah. It's not that great. Um, okay. So cap kingdom at the bottom, uh, I would say probably Lake next and then Cascade. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's right. Okay, so this is the bottom of the list. Cap, Lake, Cascade. Um, now this brings us to our, our B tier, which is unfortunately crowded. Yeah, it has a lot going on here. Uh, Luncheon Kingdom, Sand Kingdom, Snow Kingdom, Lost Kingdom, and Mushroom Kingdom. So for me, Snow Kingdom is on the higher end. Sure, of the B tier. Like cusping, cusping with B. Uh-huh. Um, I would also say that for me, the Mushroom Kingdom is similarly close. I- I'm, I'm happy to put Snow above Mushroom. Um, so I don't really know what numbers these are at this point. But uh, for, for the top of our B tier, 
um, snow is the top of that, and then mushroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then it, as we go down, what's left is uh, sand, luncheon, and lost kingdom. Okay, so my the order I would put these in is luncheon next, followed by sand, followed by lost. Okay, mine's nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I go luncheon at the bottom. Okay. Uh, and then probably sand, and then lost, which I don't remember. Was that the exact opposite of what you said, or just probably completely different order? Pretty close. I think that was. I think that was the opposite. Okay, so you think luncheon is the next best? Is is the best of these three? So, I could see an argument for sand. Okay. Um, lost to me is. It suffers from size. It's very. It's small. Yeah. And, and it's vertical, but it doesn't. It's not. Not every like element of its verticality is interesting. And other than the like accordion bugs, yeah, I don't. It, its aesthetic also just feels like very familiar. Okay, let me ask you this: Is this a compromise? If sand is the next highest, and then luncheon and lost at the bottom of that. Uh yeah yeah I'm fine with that okay great uh so that means so far from the bottom up it goes Cap Kingdom Lake Kingdom Cascade Kingdom Lost Kingdom Luncheon Kingdom Sand Kingdom Mushroom Kingdom Snow Kingdom we're feeling good about yeah that. I feel good about that okay great so now uh now we have the A class which is Bowser and the Moon pretty climactic stuff here very climactic for, for A class and Moon is so difficult for me because my gut instinct is um moon at the low end of a tier and bowser high end but moon you know we talked about the festival in the metro kingdom yeah moon has the other surprise um yeah moment of just like sh- giddiness yeah well and it, yeah it's the other like sung song that has uh lyrics in it and just like a yeah, it, it's a it is a true moment of giddiness where you are like I can't believe I'm controlling Bowser and sm- just punching my way through walls to like a, this pop song. Yeah, um, I mean it's just it's got that great like J Rock just like poppy dumb like it's so good. Just a total surprise yeah. takes you like completely by surprise. And another another instance of just like when you go to the moon, you're like, of course this game ends on the moon. Yeah. It's like, of course this game ends with you uh, taking over Bowser, controlling right. Bowser. Like, right. It makes so much sense. He was wearing a hat the whole time. Yeah, and you, all you had to do was knock that hat off. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. This, 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 this one is tough. I think I want to give it to the moon. Um, it, if for no other reason... Obviously, there are many other reasons. Um, then the thing I mentioned earlier is that the game does such a good job of letting you appreciate that the moon is beautiful and the view of the earth from the moon is also beautiful. Like, in addition to being like such a cool setting where all this awesome stuff happens, it does let you have the sort of like, if not chill out, at least like reflective vibe of the Seaside Kingdom. One thing I will say in... Um bowser's corner is that uh we knocked a lot of these for being small in scope yeah bowser's kingdom is not small no bowser's kingdom is expansive is very large has like a bunch of different parts they all you know share an aesthetic and they all share similar mechanics but they're uh i also i feel like the way the level builds 
Like it introduces you to the little birds. Yeah. And those birds are good. And then you're like, by the end, you're using it to like scale moving yeah. um, walls. It, it, it is very smart in the way it escalates. Uh, I think it's, and it has like a pretty cool boss battle where you fight all the broods. Yeah. Um, the boss battles in this game are generally unremarkable. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, and so I I feel like it's one of the most thoughtfully, uh, the difficulty scale. Yeah, is one of the most thoughtful in the, um, game. But I, here. So here's I I think here here's what what will maybe uh like cinch it. We took the dark side of the moon and the darker side of the moon out out of the running. We said we you're not going to be counted as part of this. Um. They are the moon. You know what I'm saying? It's all part of one big kingdom. So I think I think we got to give it to the moon. Okay. <laughs> all right. Great. <laughs> I'm fine with that. So that that means uh, the Bowser Kingdom is our our number five uh, best kingdom in Super Mario Odyssey, and the moon is our number four, which brings us to our top three: the Wooded Kingdom, the Seaside Kingdom, and the Metro Kingdom. Mark, how do you like them? Um. So um, the order I would do is wooded, seaside, and metro, which is which is uh, how how I just spoke it. So I think that might be serendipitous. I think this is right. <laughs> um, do we need to make uh, an, another another case for why the seaside kingdom is above the wooded kingdom? For me, it really just comes down to um, where I want to hang out. The wooded kingdom is really cool. Yeah, uh, but it's more dangerous. You have, mm-hmm. like, a lot more enemies walking around, where the Seaside Kingdom, like, where the villages and where, like, the Odyssey lands, it's just beach yeah. and sea, and it's you have beautiful. to, like, yeah, it's just beautiful. I, I, I'm, I'm shallow. What can I say? It yeah. comes down to aesthetics for me. And, like, the costumes that they give you in the Seaside Kingdom, there's, like, a loungewear one <laughs> and, like, a little sailor suit one. <laughs> like, do you want to be adorable or comfortable? You get both. <laughs> Um, I do think it's interesting. So, and then the top of our list is is the Metro Kingdom, that the Seaside Kingdom and the Metro Kingdom house two of the most obnoxious stars: um, the volleyball game and like the hundred version of the volleyball game and the hundred version of the jump rope. Uh huh. And those are like the worst <laughs> moons in the game, and then we're putting them in our number one and two uh, kingdoms. Do you actually? Do you know what moon? This is not related to the rankings necessarily, uh, but the moons I hate, and I hate them in. I hate this sort of challenge in any game uh-huh. is like when you have to race the Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, race I, against four turtles. I hate I hate those challenges. Here's w- the only way I like them is when I figure out a shortcut. <laughs> like if it's just about me getting there faster, forget it. But if if I can like, oh, you guys don't know that you can fling up on these forky guys, I'm going to win this one. Um, I'm gonna win. <laughs> All right, so Mark, uh, should we count it from uh, worst to best? Yes, let's do it. Coming in at number, how many do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So we've got uh, the of the thirteen. Oh, right, of course, a baker's dozen. A baker. That's right. Uh, of the baker's dozen of uh, kingdoms that are eligible for um, our ranking by here. the arbitrary rules we that's set. Right. That's right. Uh, number thirteen, the Cap Kingdom. Number twelve, the Lake Kingdom. Number eleven, the Cascade Kingdom. Number ten, the Lost Kingdom. Number nine, the Luncheon Kingdom. Number eight, the Sand Kingdom. Number six, the Mushroom Kingdom. Number five, the Snow Kingdom. 
I messed this up. <laughs> I skipped a number. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> number five is actually the Bowser Kingdom. <laughs> number four is the moon. Number three is the Wooded Kingdom. Number two is the Seaside Kingdom. And number one, the best kingdom in Super Mario Odyssey is the Metro Kingdom featuring New Donk City. I feel really good about this. I think this is one that's definitive. Yeah, let's put that stamp on it. Definitive. All right, uh, great. Mark, let's close out this section of the show. All right, that's how we rank the kingdoms, but maybe you think something different? We would love to hear, uh, well, you know, if you think we have any bad takes on these kingdoms. I mean, you can try. Yeah, I just, I just want to hear them, that's all. <laughs> you can write to us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. And uh, let us know. Um, if uh, That's it. That's the episode. We've done it. Uh, if you would please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, all that stuff helps us out tremendously. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. Um, we are also on Facebook. The show there is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. If you want to share this episode on either of those platforms, hey, that helps us. We love it. We love it. Um, Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of his music by going to 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers, not counting the ruined kingdom. And thanks for listening. Do you like Christmas? Uh-huh. Do you like Christmas movies, good or bad? Yeah. Do you like podcasts? Yes. Do you want a podcast that reviews awesome Christmas movies that a lot of people think that are bad? Yes! Well, Ross, you're you're in this podcast. Wait, what? Yeah, you're co-hosting this podcast <gasps> with me, Jackie. <laughs> Let's do it! And we have special guests. It's called Most Wonderful Pod of the Year, brought to you by Campfire Media. Oh, I love it. So you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I'm going right now. Here's my phone. Merry Christmas. Let's Hello. ring in the holiday. Campfire.